This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. In this case, page 251. Um, the, uh, over here is our Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar that is trying to explain a little bit about the dream of Yos of Paro and what it means. Veda, he says, He said, there's something about the dream that has something about the sevens over here, the seven cows, the seven years. All the sevens here are very meaningful. In other words, the dream obviously had a meaning as the Paro and so on, in, you know, to, to make sure that they get everything ready. But deeper down, the dream also has a meaning in terms of a lesson to Paro and so on. Obviously, says Paro and the Mitzrim denied the Creator, um, and they they felt that everything in this world is all um, it's all coincidence. It all is natural events, and in their mind, natural was uh, under the. Uh, dominion of the stars and etc. and so on and so forth. So it, now he says, mm-hmm. being that that was Paro's attitude and opinion, and uh, the Ben Machai says, Offer and Paro are kind of uh, same letters. He said they um, they showed him a dream that would allude to it. First, first of all, the two dreams, one was based on the water, uh, the paras coming out of the water. One was based out of the offer, which is the Shibolim growing out of the offer. Um, he said that the the um, he, he was the he was demonstrating to him dashkocha of um, having food and, uh, and you know uh, hunger and uh, versus versus having food that it's all coming from Ashkacha. Um, and that's why on Rosh Hashanah we say that's the most elementary Hashpah is in the realm of food you know the chef of Akadosh Baruch the lifeline of Akadosh Baruch is in the food and drink and this is what it was Miramis to the um, and this was a Mofis Leparo Me'itis Babbing Ashkocha. It was a Kashbar who was saying, listen, I am the one that runs the world. I am the one that makes the stars and everything else that, that um, almonds and things like that about uh, what's going to be in terms of food and hunger. I'm the driver in the seat. And that was, so the dream was a Kashbar who kilo cutting in and saying, by the way, I'm the one pulling the strings here. So Rabbi Nechai says he needed to tell him because Para made himself into a god. And he said that Nilus, the river, is his. Like it says, um, that's what a dream was from the river. It's basically telling you that the river is going to be your undoing. That's where the markets are going to start from. And you're going to drown in the river. 
וחשם לא שוב מרישום ומרדו, ואומר שם אש ומקולו לא כמי נגמידה. ואם הוא לא עשה תשובה, אם הוא רק נמשך, הוא היה פנש עם מים. אני רוצה להגיד כמה פרטים פה, אני חושב שזה חשוב. First of all, we're talking about two different pyros. Um, the, 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 this pyro and the other pyro, it, there was quite uh, like two, two or three centuries apart. So that's not, um, uh, uh, that's kind of difficult to understand. Also, why is Akarish Baruch Hu so interested in pyro? I mean, you know, pyro was a Russia, fine, but pyro was pyro, and now all he is is he lives in a museum someplace in, in, in England. The the um, the the shot in the Rebbeinu Bechaya in this approach is Akharish Baruchu's hashgacha and Kalal Yisrael especially is there to teach the world and um, the emes. Now the the um, Paro as an individual is not worthy of attention, but Paro represented the dominant uh, culture and empire. In those days, Pyro was the center of the world. It was the most uh, advanced country, and anything that happened in Mitzrayim was a um, affected everything, everybody. And it doesn't make a difference. It wasn't it, 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 this Pyro, that Pyro. The fact that this was the attitude of the one who set the tone for Mitzrayim, and this continued to be his attitude. He was the one who was mashpia in everybody. And that's why it was important when, when we punish Paro and we talk to Paro and we convince Paro and all of these things, we're really sort of grabbing, it's like the center point of the world. Mitzrayim is the most important nation. The most important person is, is, um, is, is Paro, and therefore you have everybody. It's just like if somebody were to say, let's take a marshal so we understand a little bit. Um, If somebody was to say the Pope said X or Y or Z, so A, the Pope means, and by extension, all Catholics. And it's irrelevant, this Pope, that Pope, the other Pope. It's an office. So, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he's, when he's giving, when he's punishing Paro, and Paro's going through everything, um, it, and it, it, in an attempt to get Paro to... to change his understanding, we're really affecting everybody, all the Paros and all the Mitzrim, and everybody else by extension. And because Yosef knew and understood that this is the heart of uh, uh, Mitzrayim, that's why he made it very clear in his first statement, um, I am an agent of God. It's, it's God who has the ability to, to, to allow one to understand dreams. So he's basically saying, you know, it's not because, I'm, because I can figure out what the stars are and what they mean and so on. That's, that's a minor piece of the puzzle. It's really what Hashem is trying to say through this. Um, and he brings Psukim here that it says, in other words, the Kaddish Baruch was saying, I will answer to the heavens, the heavens will answer to the earth, the earth will answer by providing crops and so on. Um, 
and that's and and it, this is the um, this is why Yosef keeps mentioning God's name always, and he keeps saying this is what God's showing Pyron, this is what God is telling Pyron, this is what 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 God is going to do, and this is what you need to do, and so on. Yichas um, Hamaisim he kept attributing everything to Hashem. Basically, what he's trying to emphasize time and again is, it's nothing to do with this intermediary piece of the stars and so on. It's all from Kadosh Baruch Hu. And Lukach Pazet Chilzvar Belalakim V'Sim Zayfor Malakim Lasseis. That's why he 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 started his his speech with mentioning God's name and ends with it. I just want to add something simple, but um, we we don't have the Itzahara of stars and stuff like that. Astrology is is um, sort of uh, right now it's on the outs. Might be it might be in, but it's right now it's out. But for us, really, science is not very different than that. In other words, that there is a mechanism that things run through is true. So so there's an illusion of a mechanism, and the question is to start. Um, it, it's like if if everything was tyrannic, we would still have science, but every science book would start Bracious Kim this. And so uh, as long as we bear in mind what it is that which strata we're dealing with, um, and, and therefore if we see Yad Hashem means that the cause and the root is from someplace other than the than the than the specific events, and then and, and therefore we can't um, do anything about it, um, and we need to understand when there's a marker for tshuva, when there's a marker for shtabes of derechatev, and so on. One other point that's interesting here is it hasn't changed is the effect that a dominant culture has on the rest of the world, um, and that's why there's something significant when you have when you're dealing with the most influential people, how far that's going to spread. Okay, the next one is Ramban. It says that the brothers were going through the ringer with Yosef. They turned to each other and they said, "You know, we're really guilty. We're, it, you know, we're at fault because um, we're guilty because of what we did to our brother." And the pasuk says, "Asher inu betzaras nafshay b'schanelenu." We saw him in his greatest moment of distress when he begged us. Below Shemana, we didn't listen to him. So the brothers sort of confessed. So Ramban points out um, something about what their confession was. Um, the, 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 uh, the cruelty was considered to be a much greater sin than the selling. It was their own flesh and blood he was begging it had no mercy on him so why doesn't the Pasuk he says why we're missing that Pasha doesn't say anything about that in the Pasuk so he says um, either because it's obvious when they, when they ready to kill somebody obviously he was, going to be, he was begging for mercy it doesn't, doesn't require much imagination and he probably like swore by the Yasekolashuchalatsunafimovist. I mean he obviously was going to swear to them that that he'll, he's not doing it, gonna harm them and so on and so forth, and uh, he would do anything to save himself. Or the Pasik 
did not want to um, the, the pasuk did not uh, want to talk too much about it. It's painful. Rabban offers three mahalchim in pshat why it is that he that that the pasuk does not talk about it. One is that um, it's not it's something which the, um, the, the 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 Torah wanted to hide as much as possible. Sometimes in a parasha, when when Torah refers to parasha twice, sometimes it mentions it here, sometimes it mentions it there, and so on. Um, I want to um, I, I, let's talk a little bit about this because this is there's something very important here. The, when we talk about the averas of the brothers when they when they sold the when they sold Yosef, so really there are a lot of components to it, and the um, the, the this we, the Sfarno we saw last week in Sfarno in in um, uh, Vayeshev says that they really felt that he was out to get them. And it says, they demonized him, and they felt that he's out to get them. Now, that's something that Seichel says, so we can dig very, very deep down into their hearts and say, well, really, they were just out to, um, they were jealous, and they just wanted to get rid of him, and they wanted to kill him, and so on and so forth. And that's, you know, that's possible. It, it, so, but, but there are layers over there of reasoning. They said, listen, He's the favorite. He's walking around dreaming that he's going to lord over us. Um, the, usually, in the good old days, um, when people lorded over the people and enslaved them, they um, they used any means to do it. And if they needed to kill one or two brothers just to carry us online, he would do it. it. It wasn't as if you couldn't make a rational case to um, to have him... Uh, to have him uh, um, killed. In other words, somebody could say, and that's something which is forgivable in a sense. It, it's wrong, but it, it's, not the full, it, it's not the fullness of the Avera. But the question really is, how could they have done it cold-bloodedly? In other words, there should have been an emotional reaction. I once, I once thought, Something along the lines of um, it says that they were a Sanhedrin and they ruled over him and they ruled and decided that he deserves to be killed. So being he was a Sanhedrin, they they're right, aren't they? And my I, I was thinking, I guess sort of a derech but I think that part of them is how come they didn't recuse themselves on the basis of being his brother? I mean, they obviously weren't were 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 biased. The answer is, they felt they had no feelings towards him as a brother. It wasn't in a normal sibling rivalry. Um, anyone who has kids knows that they fight like cats and dogs until somebody comes against them, and then they become brothers and sisters, and it's and they're all for each other, and so on. It's 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 it, it, the two conflicting emotions are not at all a stira. There's the the, the two brothers will fight, and if Somebody from the outside threatens the brother. The older brother will will take care of him, and so on. And in, in any time of, of distress or anything, the siblings will usually take care of each other. So, as long as as they were still in the mode of the rivalry, it makes 
sense that they had this, that they could they could be that way. When they started begging and crying, why weren't they phased at all? Where was there, uh, why was there any emotion? Um, they say, I, I don't, uh, there's a story, I think it's the Taz, I'm not sure. I have, to, I, have to, I have to remember who it is, but I think he had a daughter who died young, and his son-in-law was masked her, and and then there was a sister that he could have married, and the towns I think wouldn't let him marry her. And the story goes that they asked him why, and he said the hespid was too outstanding. In other words, it, it was so good the hespid that when he asked himself, how did you have the emotional wherewithal to go through it? Um, it, it it's something. It, it's it, somebody who's really devastated and broken doesn't have the the the, the emotional wherewithal to make something happen. Um, it, it's, he, he stammers, he stutters, he can't go further. The fact that he was able to do it shows that he was not. Um, it shows that there was something lacking over there. So the Torah says, you know, you can make mistakes in reason, and you could, and you, you, you fault it for it, but not overly dumb. It's not something that, that you are um, overly faulted for. The, the, you, 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 you're faulted for it. Um, you're not overly faulted for that. But when a person's emotions are not in place, and the person is not... Um, is not responding the way he should. It's not his close and effish. That's a real tide on people. So, so the Ramban says, when they reflected back on, you know, why they deserved such a fate, um, even if they, even if they realized they were wrong in selling him, but they realized that that fault is not. That's not the fault that did them in. The fault that did them in was the lack of rachmin, that there was no sense of. Of, of a brother being able to evoke Rachman. The fact that the fact that they plotted against him, again, it's, it's a it's hidden by layers of rationalization, and it's not a stira to their being brothers. Uh, but the fact that they couldn't summon up any type of Rachmanis is a is a, that's the issue. It, by the way, it means also. Um, it, it's it's one of let's take the following issue. A person is in charge of something. He's in, he's in charge of uh, an institution, an organization, whatever it is, and he has somebody who comes to him for an organizational favor, who is not um, who to whom he owes a very deep personal favor. So let's take a look at the possibilities of how to act. One possibility is, um, listen, I mean, I owe him a great favor. Now I, I can give him a job in this organization. I can give him a check from the from the from that. That's why we paid a favor. Um, that is sort of zela, because the other person is. I, I'm right now. It's not my money. It's not my. I'm I'm a Giving him something for from somebody else's it's it's the Sibur's kitty, not my kitty. So that's not appropriate. It's wrong. Is it appropriate that I treat him 
coldly and say, well, as being that I'm, I'm head of this organization, I'm somebody that can't give you X, Y, and Z, and that's that. But that's also wrong. Um, and, and the lesson we're learning from is Maishu Rabbeinu. He, he, the, you should hit the water and make it flood. And he said, I owe Hakar to the water, and I can't do it. So Hakar is asked, I don't understand, he said. Hakar um, told him to do it. So what does it mean I owe him a favor? So Hakar used to say, Hakar Satov is one of the Midas Shatov Nidrash's bad. In other words, just like Toshavapar tells me, that if it says this, it means this, says this, means this. Because Paul told me to do something which is connected to Satov, it means I should delegate it to someone else. That's what it means. So, so the right attitude is to delegate it to somebody else, to, to say to yourself, I cannot, um, I'm not, I, it's wrong for me to make a decision on it. I have too many Nagis, I, I like you a lot, and you know, you, I owe you one, and the mailer. I um, uh, I cannot tell, I cannot uh, help you with this. Someone else is going to have to make a decision. That's the right way to go about it. Okay, we'll hold it. Thank you very much. Next week, I don't.